Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya. What's Hello. Up? We're back. I'm good. We're back. We're back. We're back. Got to say we're back. You know, that's, our, that's our deal. You know, that's our deal every week, every <laughs> week. And, and, and with yet another, I, you know, I, I know that I give us lots of kudos, but we bring some pretty dope people on the show we and sure it's not do. stopping. It's nope. not stopping. We're better and better. <laughs> that's all we do. That's all we do. That's all we do. But as usual, you have a music tip and it's so fun because I never know what these music tips are. I just want our <laughs> audience to understand that. So I'm just like she's you, a, like she's an audience member. She's like, okay, what do we have today? <laughs> what, what you going to talk about? Um, Is it going to be good? Yeah, of like, course it's going to be good. But no, <laughs> I had, um, I think I brought this up maybe in a way earlier episode. Uh, it's a website uh, called quartify.net. And um, I think they've expanded what they're doing. Uh, mm. They have basically any song that's on YouTube, um, pretty much like any song, they can give you the chords for it. And oh, Quartify. I was like, you're saying quarter. C-H-O-R-D-I-F-Y, Quartify. I have heard of Quartify, yeah. And I mean, there's a bunch of other sites out there that do similar things, but and some might be free. Quartify plays, but it's actually pretty cheap. And um, what what it's what it does is actually awesome. <laughs> I mean, you can actually print like sheet music from just the chords playing from yeah. from YouTube. You can download a MIDI file if you're a producer. You're trying to just you know get the chords down from popular songs. And mm-hmm. I'm using it in my class uh, for my students just to teach them about theory and everything else. So it's it's actually pretty cool. I think that the point you're bringing about using it with your students, I know we have a lot of people listening who are teaching right now, who are doing some yep. kind of, you know, training, music, whatever. So when you hear our tips, feel free to share with your students, you know, exactly. your students too, even if it's something that you're yourself not necessarily using yet, but yep. you know, these are tools that you can be passing along to your students. And it, it gives you um, piano chords and guitar chords. Oh, okay. Awesome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Bandzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Bandzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Bandzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team, not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month. 
and includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to bandzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days and be sure to use our promo code MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year. Well, speaking of piano and playing all kinds of instruments, I'm really excited about our guests because I had I had been saying um, I think I did a I did a call out right saying you know we need more female music producers. You sure did. <laughs> and um, so here we go. We're you know and I, I already knew that she was going to be coming on, but um, I'm really excited to bring this guest. It's funny I tell you guys all the time I'm always a fan first, and then I kind of stalk people, and you know. <laughs> kind of go from there although i don't think we stopped i think just because of being in the same music lanes our paths just kind of crossed but um i first got tuned into her incredible voice that has such incredible vocal id and we've talked about vocal id before on this this is when you hear the voice this moment you hear it you know who it is it's like ah that's such and such and she's that artist when you hear her voice you're going to say i i know that voice i know her and the first time I got hip to her music is when she was a part of a group called Cooley's Hotbox. Mm-hmm. And Cooley's Hotbox was given to me by Dwayne Powell, who we've had, and who is Chicago's music maestro historian. And I've just been really following her career ever since. Um, and so I'm really, really excited to have her. Welcome, Angela Johnson, singer, Welcome. songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, producer. <laughs> Welcome. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. You're you went way back. Did. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> I but did. that's so awesome. I, I love that. Thank you so much for riding with me all this time. I know. It's been a long time. You didn't even know. And this is what's so funny. A lot of the artists are like, you knew? I'm like, Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was another life. <laughs> it was. It was. It seems so, like it. Yeah. So, so that our audience, we always let our people who come on, I don't read their whole bios and stuff. I let, we let you tell your story. So if you could just share, I kind of told all the things you do, but if you could share, if there's anything more you want to add to that plate of what you do as an artist and then share your background, how you got into this music life. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll try to give you the Reader's Digest because I feel like I've been in this for a century or something like that. But um, I did, you know, start out with music because, you know, I came from a musical family on um, um, my mother's side and my father's side. But I started playing piano by ear at the age of four uh, because my mother played piano and I was just trying to imitate what she did, playing songs, uh, gospel songs, and just really trying to emulate the feeling of what she felt at the piano. So I played with it a little bit um, and then extended it to uh, me taking up violin lessons in elementary school at the age of 11. And I became really good at the violin. You know, I didn't practice as much as I should have <laughs> where I would probably get into Juilliard or something, but um, I got into a school, uh, State University of New York uh, at Purchase College in Westchester County, New York. Uh, and I, studied violin for the first two years, classical violin. Um, And like I said, I didn't like to practice so much. So I I spent more time creating original songs and, you know, kind of messing around with the third floor where all the studio producers were, you know, know, making music. And I decided to change my major into studio production. 
And during that time, since you mentioned Cooley's Hotbox, that's where I had met my uh, classmate and friend, John Christian Urich, who's also known in Tortured Soul. Mm -hmm. And so we created this band together with two other members on campus uh, called Cooley's Hotbox. And we left there with the record deal. I, I finished four years, but I didn't necessarily graduate. You know, I'm thinking that, okay, you know, I can come back and do that later. This sounds really nice. And I had to really sell yeah. this to my parents. Yeah. But uh, they were okay. They're on board with it. Um, and I also got married that same year. So everything oh, wow. happened really fast. It they really were did. like. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, they, they took it all in and, and they took it well. But, um, yeah, I left there. We toured uh, the country quite a bit, especially the Northeast and Southeast. Uh, we went to L.A. quite a few times. And then we went uh, abroad. We uh, actually made a name for ourselves in the U.K. and Japan, especially uh, as a neo soul band, um, kind of the the American version of the brand new heavies. Yeah. So uh, I wrote with that for a little while. Uh, we did create two albums, um, but I wanted to trail off and do my own thing. I knew that I had it, but you know there was some convincing that needed to be made. <laughs> so I put out a solo album uh, during the same time that we put out Cooley's Hotbox second album, and uh, the name of the album is called They Don't Know. And uh, it really was a debut of my producer skills, as well as my songwriting credit and uh, just being able to to stand on my own without the rest of the band, you know, being known as the, the people that create the music. But women do actually create music. <laughs> yes. We actually produce and we do things behind the scenes. So, yeah, I made a statement with this album and it got a lot of recognition um actually some songs have made it into the movies uh to commercials and i i'm, I'm very pleased with how that went you know it could have gone downhill from there i could have just <laughs> said no this is not what i want to do and i want to you know still stick with a, another band but yeah I, i've been able to produce and release six albums um, um as a solo artist i've also wow. been able to travel around the world uh, especially to japan and the uk and europe uh, as a recording artist and i've just been blessed i've been blessed to be able to take my family along with me on tour and to be able to continue making music uh, as a solo artist but you know i wear many hats you know i, I produce I, you know, play music, of course, on the piano and the violin, um, and I arrange and I compose. So this has given me plenty of room to be able to flex in different yeah. ways and mm -hmm. to really spread myself, you know, not thin, but just around so that I can be able to continue producing music in one way or another. So that really opens up other avenues for me. That's awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Thank awesome. you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm jumping in Kenya, so. I know. Go ahead. I knew, <laughs> I knew as soon as she said she was in sound production yeah, in college, you know, I was like, world. oh, that's it. Yeah. That's you know, I'm saying you know, that's the that's only way to do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I want you to go into that a little bit further because I think what happens a lot of times, uh, you know, of course, I see this by, when I'm teaching. Um, it's such the production side is such a, a male dominated guy oh, dominated yes. situation. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I'm trying to encourage some of these, these young women to really um, get involved. And, you know, I have a, a few now and I've had several in the past and I've been trying to just get them um, encouraged. And yes. I know it does seem, you know, intimidating and, you know, you don't have any peers uh, it's just you the you're the solo you know woman up in the situation and then you're trying to learn and 
And uh, what, what do you, yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> what, what do you think um, gave you the confidence or gave you the, the vision to, to really stick with it and to develop that, that skill? Yeah, I mean, it definitely was something that I had to, to work my way through. I mean, I've had a lot of supporters, especially male supporters, uh, brothers that were just like, you know, just do it. I mean, you're good. You can write songs. You can form songs and you really do understand production. So I was given the push to be able to continue, you know, pursuing this. But yeah, I mean, oftentimes I'm the only female in the room. I am often having to speak for myself and not being heard <laughs> and not being taken seriously. And so because of those supportive brothers that I have behind me, really just rooting for me, uh, that was my way to really stick with, with everything. And especially my husband, he's been my number one supporter mm. where, you know, he's a DJ, he has, you know, DJ background, you know, he knows that there's not a lot of women in this business or in this side of the business that's really flexing their skills because they're afraid of what they're going to be seen as and how they're going to be compared to. But um, I found a way to be able to, to kind of create my own lane and to have my own sound. And when, when Kenya mentioned vocal ID, I also have my production ID as well. Right, right. So when you listen to something of mine, you really can tell that I put my stamp on it. And uh, that's what I've been able to do so that I don't feel like I'm competing with everybody else, especially in, in the male, this male-dominant world of, of music production. But most importantly, I just say, girls, just stick with it. Stick with it because only you can actually interpret what you're trying to get out there. You know, not everybody's going to understand and hear things the way that you, you know, hear. And it's really important for you to be, be able to have your voice heard, whether it's through music or vocal. Um, just just keep at it. I right. know it's hard, but, you know, it, the, the results are rewarding at the end. And it's so beneficial to be able to know how music is made from the ground up. Like yeah. I told Kenya, we have one student that's um, going up for a whammy. So, oh, oh, nice! Yeah. Music award, yeah. yeah. So Very she, nice. She, she did. She did well. She stuck with it. So that's so awesome to hear. Yeah. So yeah. if I can contribute in any way, just to oh. encourage more girls to do this, I'm well, here well, for that. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was gonna. That was yeah. gonna be kind of my question. Is, I mean, I know I hear. I I I have. I have co-produced, you know, music of mine mm -hmm. um, in the sense of really understanding how I want the arrangement to go and, and you know, what at the instrumentation and all that. I think for me, where I start to go, start doing this <laughs> uh -huh. is when it's time for the technology piece, when it's time to actually sit down and technologically, you know, do the engineering or the record or not. And, and not that a producer has to do the engineering, but just understanding that side of it so that you can communicate with the engineer and, or, or yes. so forth. And that's okay because it's important for people who are professionals for a reason to do certain things, leave them the room to do that, but just make sure that your point is getting across and that you are respected in, you know, how you hear things and how you want things to be done. Right. And so, and so what my question was going to be to you, because I think this is where, this is, this is the rub for a lot of female, females that I know in music who are most, who I would say are primarily singers, but want to be able to get better control over communicating mm -hmm. what they hear in their head <laughs> to being able to verbalize that to, you know, different musicians. Is there any, is there any tips or any strategies or any things, advice that you would give a person who's like, you know, I really do want to get in and being more of the producer role. 
what are some first steps would you say to begin that? Yes, journey? yes. I would. So there's so many ways mm-hmm. to get to a to that point where you can actually really learn. I mean, books are a wonderful thing. And if you like to read, <laughs> go through some of these manuals and, and, and yeah. buy a piece of equipment, not something expensive, but something that you can re- record your vocals. That's what I started with first. I had a little Tascam recorder mm-hmm. and I was able to figure out how to layer vocals, how to do things over and over and over again until you get it right. <laughs> and I still do this very day, which annoys me, but that's the perfectionist in me. Mm-hmm. I'll do it a thousand times until I get that mm. one note right. But just knowing how to work things in that way, starting off small, and then also get into the studio with other producers, sit behind the engineer, watch what they're doing, ask questions. It's okay to do that. I mean, some people, you know, are a little annoyed with, about that where they want room and space to be mm-hmm. alone to do all of their, their magic. But, you know, for a few minutes, just sit behind the board and see what, what they're doing and, and listen to the lingo that, you know, the language that's being talked between the artist behind the mic and the, the person or the engineer behind the board. You know, all of those things had helped me and was in, integral in me learning how to, you know, manipulate sound and to, to really work the board if, if I needed to do, do it on my own. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, YouTube has been helpful to this very day, looking at, you know, tips from different producers and everybody has different approaches and you just work it to you figuring out what works for you. And personalize it but uh there there are just so many ways of really learning how to get behind the board and knowing what to do and to translate that in the studio but get practice start with something small five piece of equipment something to record your music on and just really learn that way and and i love working at home i don't really necessarily want to go into a studio these days because i can do it right at home yeah, I can produce my own vocals. Thanks, I'm good, and I know exactly <laughs> how to get the best out of me. Right, but I had to learn that from being in Cooley's Hot Box because you know they used to produce my vocals. I knew there was a different change from the way that I sung music for Cooley's Hot Box as opposed to singing my own work yeah. or, or my my solo projects, and uh, you could tell I, I put my foot in it. I made it my own, and that's wh- where I learned how to you know, really produce vocals and music. Just, just awesome. real quick. What is one yes. of your secret sauces for your secret vocal, sauces. for your vocal, vocal mix? Ooh, do, doing do it a stack? thousand times. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, that's, the, that's <laughs> the perfectionist in you. The but, perfect, uh, yes. The, well, you do, know, do you stack, do you stereo mm. pan? Do you, you know, do you do your lead um, or your ad libs uh, over and over and then sort of compile the best ad lib track? You know, what's, what's, yeah. what's your process? I mean, I have an approach for, you know, when I'm working with other producers, when I'm a featured vocal artist or I, for my own thing. Um, but generally I do love to stack. I love the fullness of in mm-hmm. the stereo impact of vocals. Um, you know, Okay, so let me just give you one. I do stack. You like don't have to give us three the whole because I know you. Every, every producer has that. <laughs> I want to hear thing. about her stacking because I have, <laughs> I have a thing I want to say about that. So don't let her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it, Kenya. So I do like to layer a lot. Um, where I would do maybe three of each 
harmony, you know, I'll do the melody and the three of, of each harmony. And if it comes to be too much, maybe I'll break it down to two, but it's usually three. And I want to make sure that everything sounds as if it sounds like it's in solo. I mean, I, I want things to sound very um, compact. Um, but I also love to, I don't like to add a lot of reverb, nope. delay or anything like that. I mean, I want things to sound as natural as possible. So less effects, I think the better. And yet you can really hear your, your sound and really blend with your own voice when you're, you're stacking. Uh, effects are not that necessary. You know, just a little bit at the very end. But as far as ad libs, at the you know, ad libs are the very last things that I that I do. Sometimes I hate it because I'm a perfectionist, and I'll try to mm -hmm. just just oh God, trace every little people. thing. We're yeah, I mean, <laughs> and some people are so natural where they could just lay down, know. you know, one take, two takes, and then they're done. Not me. Yeah, not me. I'm very strategic in how I put everything down from the very beginning of, of the tracking of vocals to the very end. And the same thing with, with music uh, and playing keys. You know, I, I really do strategize how I'm going to play everything because, you know, it, it, it's going to live. It's going to live forever out there. Yep. And yes. I don't need for anybody to come and critique me and saying that I can do right. this <laughs> or that better. I mean, it's cool and all. I mean, I'm going to hear what you have to say, but right. Right. I do know that I, I put the time in. I really study my own craft right. and really try to make it as best as I can because this music will live forever. Awesome. Yeah, yeah no, the stacking, that's a, that's a definite secret. I'm the, everything you just said, I'm like, I'm the same way. And I work mm -hmm. with a producer. Um, my, one of my main producers, his name is Kendall Duffy, and a lot of people know him from me. But... Um, He's a vocalist too. So, I mean, he mm -hmm. plays trombone, keys, and he's a vocalist. So he can appreciate, you know, kind of all of what a singer is going through when mm -hmm. you're laying down. And so our secret sauce, and it's so funny when I work with other producers, they always look at me a little cross-eyed when I do this, but I got this from Kendall with the stacking. He doesn't ever let me listen. Like when I'm doing the second stack or whatever, mm -hmm. I have to sing it without hearing the first one. Right. So I have to just be able to match it right ah. on. And the, the awesome. thing is, is it allows you because because he's like, you know, if this, it becomes a crutch, if I let you hear it, you're not going to give it the same performance. Mm. And he's like, it's your voice. You don't need to hear. You know how, you know, just sing, sing like you yep. just sing. It'll be right. the same. Right. And I at first was so resistant. I'm like, this is too hard. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but when he would play it back, it was like when you were talking about that compact, you know, but, and it, it, it literally, it, you know, it's stacked only because of the engineering of it, but the listener, the regular audience just feels just this beautiful, just full yes. tone. And so now when I work with other producers and they're like, you know, okay, we're going to stack and they start playing. I'm like, nope, take out, take out my vocals. And yeah. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, yep, I'm really serious. You have to, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I'll be able to do it just to say. Yeah, no, everybody has their own technique and you have to do what works for your voice, your style, and what makes you most comfortable in the studio, yes. that, which is so important because yes. I've been in many situations where I know I didn't get the best performance out of me because I didn't feel it was okay. natural yeah. and it was forced and that, you know, I, I felt maybe rushed, which is another yes. thing I really can't stand. Girl, girl, <laughs> but girl, girl. also girl. panning yes. is heaven yes. when you're, yep. you're stacking and then you make sure that you pan everything right yeah beautiful beautiful but yes, no everybody no. has their own technique <laughs> and I, and hello to whoever walked I in, know. <laughs> was in. I'm like, no, but no anyway. like i said everybody has to find their own voice within the studio and not, not saying 
actual voice, but just how they work and what's their flow and what works best for them. That's really what's going to get through on your, your, your product. So, right. And, that's, and I would add also just because, um, because for me, the, the best way I learned um, was just to just get in there and just start tinkering. And yes. then, you know, and then once you, once you're earnest and you're trying, other people will start to see that. And yes. I had this awesome mixing engineer, um, producer, just, he just helped me. He just said, okay. He took me in, and I was working on a, an album with a vocalist. He sat down and showed me how to mix. And that's where I learned Wonderful. pretty much everything I know about mixing right now. Like yeah. You, if you can find, if you can find people like that, yep. that's a gem because that's really all you need just someone to kind of walk you through everything and really introduce you how into how things work and that's, you know that's learn it. your way around the studio yeah yep. and then i that's pay it what, forward by teaching these kids to do this that's, that's absolutely wonderful absolutely wonderful yeah so yeah that cool. could be a whole you know it really needs to be a course i was i was in clubhouse and i was going to tell these group of male producers like you know which is so many of them they're talking about we need more women we need more women i'm like you know we'll do more teaching there you know we all have to kind of you know link up and, and be trained and learn and as women we have to be willing right. to be led and and to take that risk but well i have a question mm -hmm. because i mentioned the vocal id and in all of this i'm like well, where did you did you ever spend time really doing vocal training or that was just something that just kind of came along were you always doing that along with violin or where where did singing even enter in in the map you know it's funny because i'm working on another interview and i was going back with uh some questions that were similar to that like where did this all come from and i do remember uh i i do remember you know, of course, being in church, that's a lot of the training right there right. and being forced out front where you have to you know, <laughs> sing the solo because somebody else decided they didn't want to come to church that day. So, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing happened, of course. And then you're, you're surrounded by singers in, in both sides of my family. I have over 30 something aunts and uncles together, but oh, they wow. all sing. Some of them play instruments. And then, of course, my parents, they were heavy with music. But um, that training was, I guess, something that came naturally. But the other training, learning classical music in school, having to sing in choir or chorus, um, learning to sing in other languages. You know, I did a fair amount, but I won't be able to do it for you now. So. <laughs> <laughs> but also just being able to, you know, in college, I, I started out singing uh, in chorus, um, because it was a requirement for one, uh, one of the majors and just being able to understand how to approach and blend with other voices because you're, you're not singing alone. Yeah. Um, and then taking care of your voice. That's something that I had to learn later because I've blown out my voice quite a few times that mm -hmm. I would like to recall, <laughs> but mm -hmm. just learning things along the way. I wish I was able to take, um, coaching from someone and i have where it only lasted maybe a month or so because first of all it was expensive to be able to keep mm -hmm. up with that when you're you're an artist just really trying to make it out there and put records out there with your own money right um it, it just wasn't something that i could continue with so from here every now and then i, I would take a couple of lessons but uh learning everything online uh getting oh. tapes uh i did everything that i could to be able to keep my voice in good conditions so that I I'll be able to perform at my, my best. And I'm, you know, I'm still to this very day searching and mm. hoping that I can stick with someone who can actually 
help me to, to keep healthy, vocally healthy. But uh, it really is important to have some somebody like that in, in your background to, to make sure Kenya's that you are you delivering. Covered. I know. So I you got know? someone. Do you know, Lindy, you do you know Lindia Johnson, Miss Lindia? No, I oh, didn't. We had her on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go go listen to that episode that we had with her. And I'll okay, yeah. give you her contact. She's based in L.A., um, and she is all about vocal health. That's what her master's really is. At, She's is on point. Being able, she can hear a voice and know exactly what's physiologically really. On. Yeah. With the voice. And wow, she trains you based on that. So she's, I would definitely check her out. Yes, yeah. This, yes. that's something important to me. And, you know, especially as we get older, our voices change and after you've had yep. children, yes, oh gosh, all you know, <laughs> you, you go through stages, Yes, <laughs> but yep. I've been blessed to be able to just be able to do what I do. I mean, I, I've learned a lot with when producing vocals for other people. I know what I hear. I, I you know, I will give you everything that I've learned, you know, as far as ear training, I know tone quality and I know how to make sure that things are in tune, you know, mm -hmm. without, you know, manipulating it. Those are things that you learn along the way in the studio. And so those are things that I can use to be able to manipulate how I sound on, on record. But um, yeah, it's just, awesome. it just comes with practice and time yep. that you've spent in the studio. You know, that's how you learn. Yeah, well, I'm going to take a different tack because there's another part of your career that, that totally interests me because that's, yes. that's the lane that I'm into right now is the uh -huh. music licensing aspect mm. and uh, the fact that you have uh, several songs placed in some big shows, TV shows, and yes. that's that's like awesome. Congratulations <laughs> on that. <number laughs> Thank one. you. Thank you so but, much. Uh, yeah, to, um, talk to us about that. Uh, that the opportunities, how did, did, did someone reach out to you or were, were you actively sort of pushing and, and promoting or was somebody working with you? How did that, that come about? Yeah. And that was like, I want to say, well, I'm not going to date myself, <laughs> 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 but I, I was successful in getting some music uh, in the shield. Um, I don't know if you guys remember these shows, but uh, oh, yeah. uh, the wire on HBO yep. and, and Oz, too? Yep. Um, yeah, I've been blessed, but I did work with a agent at the right. time, uh, Ocean Park Music, okay. and that they're based in LA, and they were able to shop my music around and, and be able to to find a, a home for them. Um, and I've been awesome. blessed with those those placements. And I'm currently right now doing it on my own. Um, mm. I've been actually using Clubhouse to connect with other music agents and other people that are actually placing or sync placing um, music. And I have been also dabbling, well, I'm going to say more than dabble, but I've been going into film scoring. I've been really Great. studying hard. Mm. And that's kind of where the pandemic drove me to, uh, right. a, a place where like, I can't perform anymore. I'm not doing anything else. So what can we do to, to right. replenish some of the income that we've lost, you know, during that mm -hmm. year? Mm -hmm. I have been, you know, I've been told that I, you know, I would be good at something like this because mm -hmm. of my background in classical music, especially Absolutely. studying the violin right. and string arrangement is my thing. Yep. So I applied it to some of this, the, the competitions that are being out there right now where I'm really kind of discovering this other talent that I may have hmm. in film scoring and that has been very interesting and I'm learning so much, um, but it has brought me back to my classical black, uh, background, like I said, but learning how to be able to uh, make music for, uh, you know, 
skip, I want to say, say thriller movies or, right. or mm-hmm. cartoons. Yep. It's really stretching the bounds for me. Um, Okay. As far as what I, I'm used to, I'm really stretching my talent and, and gift and using it in other ways that I never thought could be, be used before. So, yes, I'm definitely getting more into film scoring as well as finding more placements for the music that I have created and maybe creating music for uh, film and TV. Uh, yeah. But yes, th- this is the way for, I-, I think that most artists should be looking into these days. Uh, definitely not going back to live performance anytime soon. Yep. So this right. is another way where you can actually find um, you know, income. And uh, these things go a long way. And there's a lot yeah. of work out there that the, the beautiful thing is, yes. is that this industry is just beginning. It's booming. And yes. There's so many streaming services. Everybody's creating That's their right. own content. That's right. Like this is, it's just opening up. So yes, um, perfect timing. It's perfect timing. And, you know, yeah. you, they're searching for music that that's original. original it doesn't yep. sound like anything else. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to search you on, you know, search for you on Spotify, on Apple, um, all sorts of ways of getting your music out there. Just get it out there. That's it. Don't care about what it sounds like. And if you sound yeah. like anybody else, just put it out there because they're always looking for something different. They want to be original. They want to be, you know, singled out. So just do it. They're looking for you. There you go. Ah, uh, I know it. Every time it comes, I'm like, I know, I need to do it more. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Places. Yes, I ma'am. know. I know. I, this is. I was just telling Will, I have to take a a, a bit of a sabbatical to get all my thoughts because I just have so many things, so it's many things that I want to do and can do, and let's creating the time to focus. You know, I just I gotta I gotta work on that. But it's a lot. I mean, things have yeah. changed so quickly for us artists that we really had to find other ways of doing what we love to do. You right. know, we have to wear so many hats and we have to do everything for ourselves. You know, we're, we're independent artists. It's probably one of the most difficult <laughs> things to do on earth to really on navigate earth. this business, you know, just doing everything yourself, but surround people that are professional at what they do in every aspect of, of this business so that you can still remain creative that's the yep. most important because yes. they can't do it if you're not you're not producing anything that they can right. work with you know right so right. yes but yeah. people put people in place to help you out that's what they're there for well i was just going to ask you that question um is your team like what what because this is a, a big part of what we talk about is creating a team and having what you just said having the support so that you can yes. be a creative who what is your team comprised of and it's a very small team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I and tell people all the time, it might be a team of two. It's not like that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, my, I have a strong management team, of course, and you know, one consists of my husband Russell Johnson mm-hmm. and co-manager George Littlejohn, and those two alone are powerhouses. There you go. I've been yeah. blessed, blessed yeah. to be working with them. You know, at a very early stage in my career, and they are put into touch with with other people where they are able to you know, put people in place for the time being to really do what they do best. So, but most importantly, like your management, because they they go through the personal and the business with you, or, you know, it's really important that you are friends with these people that you can actually rely on them and trust that they will do their job in order for you to be successful. Because if you're successful, they're successful. Exactly. (laughs) So, you know, it's a family affair here. 
Yeah. That's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. Ah, we have a few more minutes. I got a lot of other questions, but I'm trying to go back and forth. So that's okay. Will, it's it's your uh, turn unless you no, go, I can. Go, go, go. I'll let you reclaim your time. No. <laughs> reclaim. No, I yes. just asked the last question. Well, you you mentioned about your 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 husband who is I can you know I've seen you live and I've seen him you know just be so supportive in in so many ways and I think this is the other side of as women who have families. Mm-hmm. Um, doing this whole music stuff. Um, and so I do try to ask women who come on our show who have families, how in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. are you balancing, managing, whatevering that? Um, and, and again, another piece of kind of advice to other women, because I know a lot of women who stop doing music because of family and they, yeah. they just, it's, it just becomes a bit too heavy for them. But what it, how are you how are you doing and, and what would you advise yeah i mean i wouldn't be the one to advise <laughs> 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 i have to be honest that you know it is definitely um a little bit of trickery you know balancing everything but you know russell makes it very easy i, I i'm hectic I can be very <laughs> okay. Can you? We're artists, you know. We, we ask just, you, when, when is your birthday? Now I'm curious because you keep yes. saying, "I'm like, what's her birthday? Are you Capricorn? <laughs> when's your birthday?" No, I'm a Libra. Oh, I'm you're a Libra. Libra. Yes, September twenty seventh. House. Yes, Two Libras in the house. All right, so awesome. You're surrounded. But, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, and I have a lot of Libra friends and peers. It's like so crazy because that is. That is a crazy period where I'm still telling everybody happy birthday. But oh. all that to say is that, you know, Russell, he's an Aries. So mm-hmm. we balance so each other out. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. We really balance yeah. each other out. And, um, you know, we, 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 he's best, you know, men are best at, comp, you know, compartmentalizing. And I kind of mesh everything together. Thing, you know, I can't be upset with you in something within business and not take it personally. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm working at it, but he's best to be able to separate the two, you know, but we work it out. You know, this, we've been in this game for a long time, been in this marriage almost 30 years. It'll be 30 oh, years soon. Not yet. Wow. We're almost there, but it's just that we're able to be able to, to, to work it out. You know, it's, it's, it's not easy. And we have mm-hmm. a daughter, she's 17, getting ready to enter into that college stage. Right. I mean, it's a lot to work out. But I remember those days where just off of stage, I would have to rush my daughter to the ladies' restroom <laughs> because she had to go and he wasn't bound to take her there or yeah. let her go by herself. But, you know, it's a balancing act and it's not perfect. You know, you're going to have ups and downs uh, in this business and being in a relationship. It's, it's, it's not easy. But it can be fun. You just have to constantly work at it. It's it's just the way things are. And um, I, I've just been blessed with someone who's patient enough to go through it all with me. And we started very early in the beginning. I wasn't stable with what I wanted to do in my life, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 we just started off really early. We were babies when we got married, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I think that is one thing that definitely handed to us being successful, you know, at yeah. what we do in this marriage and in, in this business together. Awesome. That's beautiful. So we I go think that together. was good advice. I think yeah. that was very good advice. And, and I think, uh, thank you know, you. really, 
underlining and underscoring that it is it's it's work and it's a constant it's it's a learning it's constant you've got it's lifelong learning working <laughs> work in progress it's yes. a work in progress but I, I think that when you both make the commitment that you know i'm in it let's you know let's let me support you you support me yeah. there's no awesome. i in team there's no that's i right. in team and, and, that's right teamwork makes the dream work so <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work yeah yes, and i think sir. also though giving you the freedom to be who you are i, I think sometimes so yeah when you know when when you're doing these especially artistry that has so many shifts and bends you know, you, you have to allow if you're in a relationship or have a family or whatever is, you know, let that person sprout and, yeah. and, yes. and, and be who, who they are instead of manipulate and, you know, all that. Yes. Then you get the resentment and all that. Yeah, no, definitely in a safe environment, you want your, your, your person or, or your partner to be creative, but he keeps me grounded too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he won't let me get too far out there where it's like, Hey, Bring it down, <laughs> and then come yeah, come back. <laughs> and my daughter's there to do that too, so they they keep me grounded. But like, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. There you go. Awesome, awesome. Well, this has been outstanding. I knew oh, it would you. be. Um, I would love for you to share if you have any. I, it sounds like you've been focusing mostly during the pandemic on the scoring piece. But if there's anything any new projects or anything you want to be able to announce, this would be a great time to do so. And if, if not, then just share how people can follow you on social media. Yeah. Well, I'm always working on things, uh, especially in the house music world. You know, that's a love of mine. You know, I have mm. half of my, my life into the house music world and then the other side of R and B and soul. Mm -hmm. Uh, but definitely keep looking for me, uh, I want to say when they're coming out, but you know, with other producers, they kind of just put things out there and then you find out later yeah, when it's yeah. been released. But other than that, you know, I've been really, like I said, been focused on um, myself uh, as a artist and I will be re releasing house music of my own. Awesome. Um, then yeah. I'll also be, you know, looking into entering more competitions in the film scoring. So I'm starting to open up about it and tell people more about it. Mm -hmm. So I will be posting on my YouTube and, uh, to YouTube and uh, can I say this right? <laughs> and guess get, get this, y'all. I just started wearing braces too, so I'm getting oh, wow. used to speaking. <laughs> so I hope there wasn't too much of a list. But so I have a YouTube though. channel, Angela Johnson underscore number one, and I will be posting some of my film score work on there. I have posted one already, so nice. people awesome. can please check that out and, and, and comment and hit the like button. Yes. And of course, yes. you can find me on you know Instagram at Angela Johnson Music, uh, Twitter Angela Johnson underscore number one, uh, Facebook of course Angela Johnson sings. You know I'm interactive, but I'm not on there every single day <laughs> like some. People. I I can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm working on it. But uh, you know I just want to say thank you to everyone, especially where you guys are. I mean Chicago. I have yeah. so much love and yeah. I can't wait to get back there. But um, yeah. I'm hoping to put out more releases uh, in the R&B music um, world and, and of course uh, in the house music world. But uh, thank you so much for the support and thank you for having me do this. This was so uh, lovely. Absolutely. I really appreciate y'all. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> thank no, you. Is, I knew it was going to be fantastic. You have a, you have such a beautiful spirit about you. Aww, thank and you. I know we haven't been able to sit down and talk like this before. So this yeah. has been awesome. So we don't definitely have thank you back. You. To Please talk do. about some, some of these production yes. um, techniques and something. Yes. Oh, I, I mean, we really, I, I, you said you're on Clubhouse. I'm like, 
I'm gonna go follow you on Clubhouse. Oh, please do. I have to find you. Yes. Yes. See, all, Let's all do that. Clubhouse stuff, man. I, y'all just. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, you're not in yet. I'm sorry. Not, are, he doesn't have an iPhone. I don't have an iPhone. I'm not it's Apple. It's very I, I'm, exclusive. I'm, I'm, I'm That's all, really discriminatory. I'm, PC and Andrew. I'm saying I feel discriminated against. Uh, you know? I feel you. I do, and I'm not on Clubhouse all the time either. But you know, when I'm researching and, and just trying to to get to know a little bit more people, that's where you'll yeah. find me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, thank you. You guys definitely follow Angela. Listen to her music. It's all over every digital outlet. You know, you yep. can go to her. Your website. What is your website? Again? Oh, yes. AngelaJohnson.com. Very easy. Oh, nice and easy. Angela, how did you get that yeah, done? You, you must have got <laughs> I don't even know. Really Very lucky. early. That's what I have to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> I so, got yeah. on it really early. Yes. Go check her out. You'll, you'll, you'll love, you'll groove. You'll, I mean, she's got, and when you talk, I mean, you know, it's funny. I think sometimes people think R&B soul is going to be. No, she's that that the house influence and the movement and the Loved just, it. oh, it just feel yeah. good. It's, it's I'm going to really keep it fresh. Music. Yeah. Yes, thank yeah, you. It's really, really dope music. So. All right. Well, yet again, yep. another good interview. Yet again. You did it again. <laughs> thank awesome. you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. And we will be back again next week. And just make sure you guys, again, are watching us on YouTube. If you're listening to this um, on SoundCloud or iTunes or any of the digital audio uh, outlets. DC Radio. And we're on DC Radio. Yeah. And so, yeah, they play us in syndication. So we never really quite know which episodes we're played every day. <laughs> every day at 4 p.m. Um, but yeah, make sure you tune in. You'll hear Will and I. And then we always have a special guest that we're, we're interviewing. So tune in. Tune so. in. All right. right. We'll talk to you uh, next week. We'll talk to, yes, we'll talk soon. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com. 